Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. This podcast is a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs from the viewpoint of a long-time GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast was Nightmare by Alexander Nakarada and is used under Creative Commons license. In this episode, I want to talk about something I think is very important when you're creating your own campaign setting or if you're running a pre-prepared setting, and that is maintaining some of the mystery when it comes to the history and background of your world. Now, as a GM, I'm no stranger to the temptation to obsessively detail out all elements of the history of your campaign world. The only problem with that is when you do so, The temptation is also there to make sure that the players find out about all of that history. Otherwise, you pretty much put all that effort in for no great appreciation, really. Granted, it does allow you to portray the world consistently, which is always a good thing. Therefore, it's a great idea to have at least a basic idea of the general broad strokes of the history of your campaign world. However, it's also important to maintain a sense of mystery about it. I mean, think about real world history. Okay, we've got books, we've got uh, various often secondary sources, the occasional primary source here. But as I've said previously, they all have their own biases and complications incorporated into them. You only need to look at art, for instance, how many portraits and paintings were tweeted tweaked or made a little or polished up a little bit in order to appeal to noble patrons to see that the picture we look at now of the past looking back from the present isn't always 100% accurate and if that's the case with modern history with all our resources the internet uh, archaeology etc how much more so would the case be if we're talking about a D&D world where various fantastic events have occurred empires have risen and fallen much as they have in the real world and they don't have the the same ability to look back into the past and to analyze it scientifically that we do granted there is magic available in those settings that obviously we don't have in the real world but even these don't really tend to allow a perfect picture of what has actually happened Now, this occurred to me because I've just finished watching Solo, a Star Wars story, and it was an alright sort of action romp. I quite like some of the characters in it, no problems there. However, it didn't really get me as excited as, say, the original Star Wars films, or even some of the newer ones. And when I was sort of trying to think about why that was, since I didn't really have any major objections to the film, I realised that it was because I didn't really want to see like every detail of characters' back histories played out on the big screen. And I kept noticing that they were trying to cram as many references to the classic incarnation of Han Solo as they could. So for instance him getting his archetypal blaster, meeting up with Chewbacca, getting the Millennium Falcon, various catchphrases that were thrown in as little and little Easter eggs and nods and stuff like that. And I could see where they're trying to do it. It's effectively fan service. Just saying to the fans, look, here's how it all got started. Look, we're linked to the original film. Look, isn't this cool? It's something you liked in the original Star Wars and here it is again before you originally knew it. And yeah it is cool to a certain extent, but it removes a lot of the mystery of the characters. So, for instance, I quite like the fact that when we see Han Solo turn up in the 
the classic Star Wars trilogy. All we know about them are these sort of like rumors and legends that we're told and these bits and pieces that we've heard, which may or may not be true, uh, such as him running the castle run, etc. We don't know how accurate that is. We're just going on the reputation of the man, which is in fact the same situation the main characters find themselves in. So it sort of puts us in their shoes a little bit. However, by sort of having it examined and sort of played out in front of us to the nth degree, it renders it less mysterious and just like, oh, well, he was in a, a fun action romp and then he went to Tatooine to, to find out what was going on with the Huts, and that's when he hooked up with with the classic trilogy. And yeah, that's absolutely fine, but it just doesn't really maintain that same air of mystery. And as I've said, I think that's very important, and I think that's something we should definitely take inspiration from as GMs when we're preparing campaigns. When you're preparing your campaign history, like I say, I'm no stranger to the desire to detail it all out obsessively, but I really suggest that you resist the urge to do that. Fill in the broad strokes just as much as you need to maintain the consistency of your world and explain a few major events in the background. If you filled in those broad strokes, if the player characters do investigate the history and somehow manage to find out some of it, then you've got the broad strokes there. You can easily fill in the details later. But by having everything written out and by trying to sort of keep bringing it up and almost sort of forcing the players to find out about it so that all of your hard work you've put in doesn't go to waste. You're effectively not only limiting their choices a little bit, but you're also removing some of that essential element of the mystery. And that goes hand in hand with the fantastical elements that take place in the campaign. If something's mysterious, it's otherworldly, it's surprising, it's something we don't know about, it's something tantalising and just out of reach. If it's something that we know 100% has happened and we know everything about it, then it's somehow rendered mundane and less fantastic. And let's face it, we're playing in a fantasy game, so presumably we want things to be at least a little bit fantastical and a little bit magical. I mean, think how commonplace something like spells seems in a D&D game. And that's something where if in real life you saw someone literally incant magic and throw a fireball, you would lose your mind. However, because we've all played these games, it's something we know how it works mechanically. Player characters can do it. It becomes almost mundane in a lot of settings, and it can be quite difficult to get back that sort of air of the fantastical when it comes to magic. So with your history and your background, keep it vague. Keep it so we're actually peering through the, the dusty lens of history seeing vague shapes and movements swirling within a clouded darkness of the past. Don't shine a spotlight on it, illuminating it in all its flaws and glory. Let it remain mysterious. Let your players hear rumours, hear legends. That way they never know 100% what is true, which gives you as the GM a lot of room to maneuver when it comes to the history if they do look into it it also allows you to reconcile any contradictions that you may come up with since different sources may disagree with you and more importantly it helps make your game seem more three-dimensional and more intriguing and more interesting and i think at the end of the day we all want a more interesting campaign setting so that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future, please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Until I see you next time, whenever you're playing, take care and enjoy yourselves. Mm-hmm.